0: Hello and welcome everyone to another edition of the Bash Bros podcast. My name is Brad Nelson and like every other week I'm joined by my brother from another mother core BMTG. What is up, bro? Hey, not too much, Brad, you know, just chilling,
1: enjoying uh, some nice summer weather here in Virginia.
0: Yeah, it's 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 pretty nice here too, honestly. We've got we've got a forecast, you know, of some some cloudy days right now, but every once in a while we just get these beautiful West Coast days that I, I I haven't experienced anywhere else in the world.
1: Yeah. It's I I always heard that it's just like mostly cloudy, rainy days. And it seems like that for the winter, but I, I've seen yeah. some uh some beautiful pictures of Seattle in the summer.
0: Oh no, during the summer it's not like that at all. Yeah. Um and it's not like it's not like a Roanoke, Virginia, where it <laughs> rains every day at 3 p.m.
1: <laughs> you know, it is pretty much like a timer. Whenever we're in versus live we hear one downpour and be like okay let's not go outside yeah, when the, we get out of here.
0: Yeah the, the big <laughs> downpour every day. But anyway, yeah. Uh before we get into this, I just want everyone to know that you can find this podcast on popping iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher and also a lot of the things that we talk about throughout the shows we'll have show notes at on those platforms so you can get links to whatever we talk about there. Um now on the Bachelor's podcast we usually do have a special guest and since you know, there was league weekend this last weekend. Oh, yeah. uh, we followed, we followed along a little bit with the MPL rivals league weekend and wanted to bring in the winner of the most hyped match of the weekend. I mean, how could you blame us for wanting to do that?
1: I mean, that's the ideal special guest, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it is except for Sifka said no, Aww. um, you know, Sifka beat Matt Sperling in the showdown, right? Winner gets to go to the MPL. Loser is still in a very good chance of being in the MPL. It's not that exciting. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but that person does get out and doesn't have to do any more work. Yes. And so we found somebody else that did have an exciting match and also gets out and doesn't have to do any work. And that's Brian Brown doing after beating Andrea Mangucci, which um, might have been the second most talked about match uh, in MPL. And, it was and pretty that's yeah we've got we've got and mostly from brian um
1: only from brian but, actually
0: i haven't heard of hype yeah, from actually a yeah. single other person but no no one's talking about anything with the mpl rivals anymore yeah. but uh brian brian you're on the show thank you for coming in and stopping by how's it going
2: i'm sorry uh <laughs> i'm sorry you guys have to do that again come on that was the most hype match of the weekend you can't Provide a little more fanfare <laughs> than that. Gucci <laughs> you talking shit all weekend long, but he's in the higher pod than me. I'm in the low pod, so we can't even play unless he loses like all of his matches. And then he did. And then we got oh, paired. Lord. No,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> See, you've got it wrong. He did, in fact, beat me in the okay. same matchup you played him in. He, so he lost
2: <laughs> most of his matches. Yes, yes, yes. got relegated to the lower pod where I was just hanging out there waiting for him. We both lose our first round so that we can get paired against each other. And then I beat the ever living crap out of him. Just destroyed him. So it was two out? <laughs> two games. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Third game. Oh, two oh, wow. Wow. I think I would play a third game against the likes of Andrea Mingucci. Well, it well, sounds like you really—it sounds
0: like you had a really good weekend, Brian. How would the rest of your weekend go?
2: I went five and seven, and I was mathematically eliminated from the Magic <laughs> Pro League. Um, I was actually mathematically eliminated after round nine, but then I played the remaining rounds while mathematically eliminated, where I then got paired against. Friends of mine who I defeated, also eliminating them from the pro
1: league. <laughs> wow. Really, it was wonderful. It was so you really, really just <laughs> took people down with your ship, huh? Yeah. It so was, for yeah. sure, that
0: Magic against Andrea so was the peak, right? Like that was that was the highest you got in in the Magic Pro League.
1: Uh yes, yes. It I don't was. Know. The season. I don't know. I remember him beating a certain Brad Nelson, even when that Brad Nelson tried to run into your room, BBD, mm-hmm. to True. force you to concede. That was
0: pretty hype.
2: That was hype. That was hype.
0: <laughs> better times, everyone. What better times? times? What was your
2: favorite win from the MPL? Brad, was it when Ken Yukihiro beat me in uh, the
0: MPL League Weekend? <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that was that was that the match yeah. I won? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no I like that one. Yeah,
1: that was so funny because I did not actually see the original. You know victory brad nelson thing but i just like tuned in at random times and people just kept saying <laughs> victory brad and i was like oh nice brad won his match and then it would just kept being repeated all the time i'm like okay did i miss a meme or something and in, in so, fact i did <laughs> oh
0: yeah you missed a meme it was uh it, yeah. it, at the at the end of 2018 <laughs> Elaine went on to the Game Awards and uh, nah, talked nah, about nah. a match. <laughs> oh, that's not what we're talking about? No, oh. no, we're not talking about that. Oh, no, 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 oh, that was last okay. week. So you can tune in
1: to the Bash Bros <laughs> Podcast last week if you want to hear about that meme. We're on to new memes this week. So for oh. people who are
2: unaware, which is likely all of you because we're talking about the NFL <laughs> <the laughs> Rivals League weekend. <laughs> but for those who are unaware, uh, hmm. last weekend i played against ken yukihiro on a featured match where i lost largely because the auto tapper fucked me real good
0: Mm. oh yeah got 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 personal training from dr unks yeah (laughs) yeah the
2: the auto tapper really did me dirty on that one but uh, barring the salty grapes from that um the uh beautiful thing that happened is when Ken Yugi defeated me, a graphic went up on the screen that said, winner Brad Nelson, <laughs> so
0: And that, that happened another match, Now I didn't see that one, but it happened twice. It did, yeah Impressive. The, the only reason that I believe it did is because I was the first feature match and I won my match. Now, if I lost ROM1 as the feature, I believe against Ray Saito, then Ray would have won multiple extra matches, yep. and I'm just I'm just calling for, you know competitive integrity here Mm. Uh, you know like i didn't know that my match against ray was was going to decide three different matches Mm
1: -hmm. yeah that's a good win that's a good win brad
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes yes it is um
1: well
2: brad your match against andrea managuchi decided two different matches though did it no yeah because if yeah because well yeah because if you hadn't beaten him then he wouldn't have played who he played in subsequent rounds. You know, it's like a butterfly
0: effect. So he beat me.
2: Oh, he beat you. Yeah, that's yes, right. He
0: beat me. Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, if he hadn't defeated you, the, the entire butterfly effect that would have led to the greatest match in MPL rivals round eight league weekend history. And, you.
0: Not have and, <laughs> and and for anyone that wants to watch this, you can go watch it fully muted at right. twitch.tv slash VVDMTG. That's the content
1: I strive for. I got to check yeah. that out.
0: <laughs> fully muted. Yeah, that's in right. In the dark. <laughs> poorly lit Brian defeating the Andre Mangucci. I don't know. It-
1: that round was pretty lit, so I don't know if it was that poorly lit, but... Yeah, there were some
2: real big highlights, like things I mean if you're interested in things like discarding the hand size <laughs> and stuff like that, this will be the match that you want to watch
0: for sure. Were were there extra turns taken?
2: Yes, there were. There was a Ooh, there might have been a point where Manguchi's at twenty two life, and I have no creatures in play, and then he taps out and never takes another turn.
0: What were you well, playing? during that during that, did you, were there any constipated dragons? Uh,
2: there were, there were, there were some, um, bones to be crushed. Yeah. Yeah, there were some, uh, yeah, golds, golds to be spanned. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Keep telling us more. <laughs>
1: You know, just y'all. I think more, this Brian. may be the first or the fastest we've ever lost Andrea Mangucci with this intro. I, I think <gasps> Brian, I think we might we have lost, set a new record.
2: Yeah, we did set a new record. We lost Andrea Mangucci in round eight of last weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we lost him on Sunday mid afternoon. That's impressive. Right. Yeah, he just mm. knew he wasn't going to tune into this after that uh, after that victory from
0: Brian Brown doing. Yeah. I wish my matches were more exciting. They were not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch a ton uh this weekend as I I had Nor some other stuff anyone, to do really.
0: Dude, I got to <laughs> I just have to say it. The the raid was the highlight of my weekend. What happened? Just Saturday morning Crokies raided wizards with four times the viewership and then tweeted out i'm so i love helping out new and upcoming (laughs) streams (laughs) that was good dude i want to i want to help out a new and
1: upcoming streamer by the name of quote-unquote magic i really hope they make it
0: yeah (laughs) honestly i was like you know what that's that's the content that i want to sign up for these days That's yeah. The that
2: was pretty good. Only content that you can sign up for these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in luck.
0: Oh, oh good. man, oh, too, too, too good. Speaking of, speaking of stuff like this, um, I mean, we we can we should talk about the isn't before we go on. We should talk about the isn't dragons deck because our team did bring that, and I think a few others showed up with it. Mm-hmm. And while it did, I think. We did medium with it. Um
2: Yeah, I believe it had a uh, 47% win rate, maybe 48%. Oh man. Ooh. Ooh. Which
0: which is which is not that impressive when we account for Seth Never Lose Manfield yeah. who went mm-hmm. 10 and 2 on the weekend. Jesus.
1: Yeah, so what what was with it? I mean, you guys played it just because you thought it had a pretty good soul time matchup right just with pressure and counter spells. And, like, I remember you, you saying last week, Brad, that you didn't test a ton against, like, other matchups. So, like, wh- well, why no, did you guys end up that? Like,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah. I lost I lost very badly to one of the matchups that I knew was bad with the deck. Um, Naya? Yep. Yeah. yeah, like, I, yeah. I basically only played the deck because everyone else was playing it, and I just, I put my faith in that, but I thought the deck sucked, and it did suck. So, I feel... Mm no vindication from that because i still played it but
1: just <laughs> saying it, it anyway it was all one big ploy just to get you eliminated from
0: the MPL, <laughs> yes. so then they can
1: strive on from here so they got you good brian they did they got me good
2: i should have. i should have just played soul but
0: yeah yeah i mean like we until the last day even that next that morning waking up wednesday before registration i thought i was gonna play soul type but like i thought is it dragons was favoring against soul type <laughs> and i thought that is it dragons was favored against the decks that are favored against sultai so mono red i think i think the way that sultai has been going that the matches against like mono red and mono white um are starting to get weak again mm. and and i didn't expect a lot of adventures because adventures are really weak to sultai now yep Um, most most of those so if i'm going into a field of rogues monocolored aggressive decks and soul tie i did think that the is it dragon's deck was going to be a good choice okay i lost to a monocolored deck i lost yeah (laughs) yeah um i think i played poorly though and you messed up with the auto tapper you definitely had the win um like we could have played better i definitely could have played better in some of my matches with the deck but i thought it was a fine choice i'm not going to defend it though
1: yeah i played it um, as well last weekend uh just in a inside esports 5k and went 0-2 and didn't i didn't draw great but didn't feel you know i also wish i played soul tie um
0: but oh yeah yeah and i'm and i'm almost assuredly going to be playing soul tie in the the championship
1: in the um, Strixhaven. in the Strixhaven event.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like after this podcast, I'm gonna just stream and just work on a solty list. Like decks are due in a week, mm-hmm. um, and uh, for standard, and then we have a ban probably, and plus uh, the anthology, which is our other two topics we're gonna talk about today, uh, that are going to impact historic. So and we mean? only get we only get like five days of testing with historic. And it um, is a split format again. Yes. okay. Oh
1: yeah, it makes sense why they're having a announcement right now instead of like waiting till a Monday. They they just have to give you as much time possible if they indeed do uh, ban the card. But I want to ask you one one thing about Sultai that, you know, I've just been personally wondering. If if we are looking to uh, improve the monocolored aggro matchups, is it time for like Azekus Chariot again? Or is that like so bad against is it and rogues and teamer adventures that that card's still bad or like how do you improve those aggro matches again
0: yeah i mean as you is a card like um our team had one in their list still and i mm-hmm. and i probably will still play one like it there's a few decisions that can be made that like you probably don't need to pelucranos anymore in the main deck of this deck like you can keep playing them but like rogues numbers are really going down yeah and and so and and what while the second Pelucranos is playable in other matchups, it's not that good. See, um, man,
1: I've loved the other Pelucranos in a lot of matchups. There's certain, there's certain aggressive matchups where that card just takes over.
0: Sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't have its moments, but mm-hmm. there's also sometimes when it's just not, not what you want to be investing your mana into. But, it's like, like those, those are the give-and-take slots. Like, I don't exactly know how to build it, but I do think having a Chariot in the deck is fine now.
1: And what do you think about, um, I just read Huey's article and I think that's that was the list he played um, in League Weekend. He just had that uh, three mana, negative two, negative two, or remove loyalty from Planeswalker's card. I legitimately have never seen that card, but is it just for like <laughs>
0: adventures or? Well, it's because of, <clears throat> I think that that team overthought that the grill deck was good because they had a few people playing it. The Magda the, thing? Yes. Because yep. Reed Reed and, and and uh Yellow Hat both played it. Mm-hmm. And Yellow Hat, and, Hat so did think, really bad, right? Yes. Yep. And Naya and Naya they thought was gaining popularity too. So I think they made these sacrifices for those matchups. Okay. Um and it's probably fine against red. Um it's gotta but,
1: be very good against white, just season hollow blade is such a pain in the ass, <sighs> but
0: no, I mean I don't think season hollow blade's that big of a pain in the ass, like all your other all your removal exiles it, right? All your sweepers.
1: Yeah, I suppose. But
0: I mean, I I, I personally am not going to be playing with a ton of sweepers in that car because I also just don't think that the load of the ground creature decks are particularly that good right now. And mm. for that weekend, they were probably afraid of them. But like looking at the metagame, looking at where things are going, it's just my my deck is going to be leaning more towards a few extra cards for mirror matches. Just like disputes main kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna have to stream and figure these numbers out. I don't have the answers. I didn't know we were gonna talk about Soulty today.
1: No, I mean, I was just uh, <laughs> I was just curious where your headspace is at, uh, looking forward with Soulty because that's something I'm interested <laughs> in as well. Yeah, you know, you're
0: just you're literally asking me questions we can do offline because of your tournament this weekend. <laughs> no,
1: no, I. I
0: this is, I, this no, is a no, no, magic this... content
1: uh, podcast where we talk about magic content. So All right, let's let's,
2: let's get back to it. <laughs> is it tempo? Because I got a very important question for Brad.
0: Okay, yes. What is it?
2: All right. What is a better? What, which card oh is God, better? Is it is it Galaseth, <laughs> Prismari or <laughs> I Twitch? What do you, you think is a better? Oh, <laughs>
0: Fine, I'm to stop
1: asking questions.
0: No, How about no, that? no, this is, this is a different troll. This is. I, I'm still so trolling I,
2: Brad, Corey. Let's yeah, yeah. I, made a, I made
0: a troll about iTwitch <laughs> yeah, uh, on it. social media, and then Kunio came out and was making fun of our deck choice, and I just responded immediately, because I saw it immediately, saying, I am too beaten down for this argument. You win. Like, I give up. I just give up. <laughs> I just don't care. I, I, <laughs>
2: I liked Cunio's tweet, because I was 2-4 and four with the deck, and...
0: Oh, I did, too. I was 3-3, and, and I also I, wasn't I, I happy with it. I don't know why it. I
2: did it. I, I just I don't understand. I don't know why I did it, but I played a deck that I thought was bad that I wasn't winning much with, and then the deck was bad, and I didn't win much with it, and I just saw Cuneo take a jab at it, and I just I had to like it, even though it was my own, you know. <laughs> Your
1: own tur- detriment. Yeah, to my own detriment, so. yeah. When that deck functions, it feels so insanely good but yeah when you stumble it
0: it just does it not have some fail. very underpowered it can have some very underpowered feel to it exactly, yeah, it, yeah. It,
2: it's a yeah i mean the 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 bad draws of the deck are just are so awkward and it, it is really a deck where you have one card that you have to draw and the entire deck revolves around that card so mm.
1: just like i twitch and the Mardu decks i agree right it <laughs> is. Yeah. No, it, it, it. <laughs> Two of the most
2: premier Magic cards, you know, in existence here. So yeah, pretty much.
0: Well, I think both of them suck. <laughs> Agree. Uh, mo- moving on, though, um, <clears throat> we're actually—I was hoping. So yesterday, before we recorded this podcast, uh, the uh, the MTG Detectives reported back saying that there is going to be a banner restrict announcement because there's always a link. Then, then Wizards always uses the same um, address. Uh, for <laughs> announcements like this and but it, it'll come back and say page not found if it doesn't exist But if it's set up ready for an announcement, it'll say you don't have permission to access this this page Which tells us when they're gonna have ban and restrict announcements So there's just detectives out there that are just putting in every date. I'm guessing um, Around times we think that that bans are gonna happen. Yeah, and so while well, we we got a hit and there's currently a, a page ready for an announcement and we're speculating that we're going to get this this afternoon after what what wizards called the the lunch meeting,
1: <laughs>
0: the Applebee's uh, meeting. Yeah, yeah, the Applebee's meeting. They all go to Applebee's and they talk about what cards need to get banned. And I think we all know what's what's uh, can be speculated for this one. It's historic and it's either Tainted Pack or Thassa's Oracle or both. I, uh,
2: I was thinking maybe it would be Legion's Landing, Search for Canta, Arguelles Bloodfast, Nickelbowl is the Ravager
0: look so pro sure magic to... players can't play with those but pro magic players don't exist anymore but pro magic players can't play with those but pro magic I think we've had a loop um, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know what to do about these cards but yes we cannot play with these cards
2: Brad I'm glad your um, soundboard works again
0: <laughs> why is that <laughs>
2: it's just looping the same thing over and over again but I'm glad you got it working <laughs>
0: mm-hmm for sure for sure um yeah i mean it is kind of foolish that like there is a chance that there's going to be banned cards for the strict championship and this is an open tournament right this is the tournament where people qualify for it's kind of like like in my opinion this season feels like in a league weekend they can have these these weird rules because it's like it's kind of like we already got like the coupon to go eat at this restaurant right right but like everyone else, they paid their way, right? They qualified. They 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 have qualified for these tournaments for merits that weren't made in twenty seventeen. Yeah. And uh, if these weird rules happen for those players, it's so to me it feels weird because like for me, I, I get it. I, if I want, if I choose to play in the ladder and not internally test with my team that I have I have access to, I might lose to search for to which has happened. But there's a lot of people that are qualified for this tournament that just qualified. They don't have teams. So they're going to play on the ladder and test for this tournament. And if they, if they're told they can't play with cards, they just won't and then lose to them. It's awkward. It's funny.
2: I mean, it's awkward both ways, but yeah, like it's like when it affects us, it's, it's a little bit less of a big deal because like, you know, we are getting a contract to deal with that shit. They're not getting a contract. to. They don't have a contract to deal with that kind of shit. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like,
0: and it's not the biggest deal it's not like it's not it's really not it It should be it's like th- these tournaments should be and maybe they are to other people but to me it's I mean it's not the biggest deal um, it, all of it's just weird it's just like we're, we're submitting decks next week for one format and then the other format the Monday after and a band's coming and new cards are going to be printed five days before it's like it's a whole new world man Aladdin was right
1: and anthology is legal for this event
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that everything feels weird. Yeah, you know, like I, I'm, I'm really not. Like, I, I do not want to be a downer about any of this stuff. It's just so random. Like, I mean, the last Mythic Invitational qualifier was standard, historic, standard as formats. You know, it's all weird. <laughs> it's, it's all crazy. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, this the, the entire year has felt surreal in, ter- in terms of how Magic has been played. I, like I don't really know how to explain it any other way because we're we're just playing we've just been playing in these events all year long that have weird rules, weird timing on when they come out or um like you know just like special cards that are banned for just our event or special rules <laughs> for just our event and and like the magic community as a whole doesn't follow these events and it it just feels like I'm in this just like super weird like Ex- exclusionary bubble of magic play
1: you're in the matrix basically
2: i guess i don't know it's just the whole the whole <laughs> thing has felt really weird all year um so yeah
0: yeah i mean i uh, like i i'm i'm hoping that they ban Tane factor Thassa's oracle because it is stupid like i was we were laughing in the kitchen the other day talking about it like in the MPL weekend this past weekend in rivals mm-hmm. uh the, the deck was a combined, like, 52% of the field. It had a 55% win percentage, and every other archetype people showed up with, except for the Is It Phoenix people, because I don't know why they played that deck, mm-hmm. Uh, were con- specifically targeting this matchup. Like, everyone was playing, mm-hmm. like, specific decks to attack this archetype, and it still was the top-performing deck.
1: Yeah, I mean, we literally did a versus live yesterday of just pick decks that are good in theory against the deck. And I was still just dominating with the pack deck. It, it, it didn't feel like the same playing field. Oh yeah. You know? And we
0: were ahead of you. Cause we were testing, like we saw you pick gruel and it's like, yeah, gruel does not have a good matchup. Like the yeah. only decks that I think actually can get close to 50% are like linear aggressive decks with Thought seasons like, mm-hmm. I think black, white or, or auras has a, has a chance at beating this deck. Yeah. Like, and or like the black is, white death shadow list. Um, no, that's that's pretty bad against it. I think really because that that I, felt been,
1: good. But th- I think that deck is just bad in general. Like you can't be yeah. junned with that, you know, like ever, you know. But but I'm saying that kind of style of deck, just hyper aggressive, uh, backed up with some thought seizes or you know rogues or Jess guy. Um, but you're a counter control
0: it, deck you can actually just control them pretty easily like yeah, yeah they will stop you from comboing but you will stop them from killing you and they're they're like not that good of an aggressive deck and you're a good control deck
2: yeah, yeah. you have to like but i think the decks that have a chance to beat it are aggressive decks that that will threaten your life total that have a chance to have enough disruption to keep you from comboing in the meantime then And decks that are mostly disruption with a small amount of creatures, I think are like very low. Like, like, I don't think Jeskai Control is good against this deck, no matter like almost regardless of how they build their deck. And like, I don't think that, um, you know, something like a Death Shadow deck where it's like not that much pressure and a lot of disruption. I don't think that's how you can really attack this deck because it's just so easy for this deck to find the pieces of the combo or to just bury you in card advantage when you're trying to, mm-hmm. to disrupt their combo. And it's like, you're like, okay, I'll, uh, I'll take all their combo pieces and kill them with one death shadow. It's like, they have removal, you know, like they can, yeah. they have a lot of removal. They have Luris that, you know, there's just a lot of ways in which uh, this deck can, can play a game. And, and the disgusting thing about it, even beyond the fact that like the Grixis deck had a 60% win rate and the blue black deck had a 52%. Um, despite being targeted by some of the best players in the world who brought decks to beat this deck, is that the deck doesn't even get to work. Like as it as it was intended to work. Like it's it's supposed to be a deck where you can turn three combo kill. They yep. took away your ability to turn three yeah. combo kill. <laughs> you can't even play. The, you can't play this deck at full capacity because you can't do that. You can't even play some of the best cards in the deck because they were specifically banned for us for League Weekend. And it's it was still... still <laughs> that's how good it still was. Playing yeah. it on the ladder, it, it's almost embarrassing playing this deck on the ladder because... I went 20
0: and 1 in, in my ladder <laughs> testing with this deck.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't win that much, but like, it's still... like It, it was it's like nobody's playing on the ladder for the most part. Like I wasn't playing mirror matches that often. I'm just playing against other decks and it's like, it's not, it's like I'm playing Legacy against like a Pioneer deck or something. I, yeah, I
1: people know. are playing three mana, three threes and stuff, and you're killing them on turn four consistently. It's like, yeah, yeah the, the deck just needs to go. And with the way it works on Arena, there's no way they're going to be able to fix that in the proper amount of time. This seems like an easy ban of honestly, probably both, right? If you don't ban, or just Tainted Pack, I guess, but if you just ban Oracle, I bet this deck still exists, just has Jace
0: as a win con.
1: And, uh, you know, I mean, it's worse, of course, but I bet it still exists.
0: I mean, I think both have merits to being banned. and, uh, and, And I agree, like, there might still be a deck with Jason. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. I think the, like, my problem is, is I always look at decks that continuously have issues. And Wizards has went against the grain of what I think, which is, I mean, I'm not saying I'm right. But, like, every few years until Modern Horizons completely warped, how modern is played like some card had to get banned that worked well with primeval titan just every year every year and a half maybe every two years you know and Thassa's oracle is starting to feel like that like there was two decks that had to have banned pieces from uh pioneer and now we're having historic issues with this card Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, I, I it's, agree like that. It's just like and and it, and it doesn't. It's not worded in a way that's fun. Like Thassa's Oracle looks like it's like put a bunch of blue cards into play, and then you can actually have a win, a win if the board stalls, right? And yeah. it's like, no, I'm just gonna fucking mill myself, and then I'm gonna win with a stupid card, and yeah. you can't kill it. Yeah, yeah. that, can't is, do that card it.
1: has honestly been an offender ever since it was printed. I honestly just think that card should just be wiped from everything. You know, just just get yeah. the own treatment. Just get rid of it. it. It doesn't bring fun games. It reminds me of like, it's not as bad as KCI because that had a lot of problems, but it's the same kind of fun level as KCI. It's like nobody enjoys playing against that kind of style of decks. Well,
0: you but know? even and, there, yeah. like KCI, I think KCI was a disgusting deck. Yeah. But if you look at the card KCI, yeah, yes, it does look broken, but it's not disingenuously broken like a th- like the ability of Zorkel has, where it just yeah. says, if you have... If your devotion is zero and you have zero cards in your library, when this resolves, you win the game. Like mm-hmm. that's just kind of a a bad way to word it. Like it it doesn't it feels too good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, honestly, it's probably closer into the vein of like Tibalt's trickery, where there's just there's nothing really fun that's gonna be brought from it. Only chaos, you know.
0: Similarly, yeah, yeah. definitely. Like it's similar. It's just one of those cards that, like, Tassa's Oracle is just by design the type of card that will not create fun. It'll only create broken of things. Mm-hmm. And and there's no in-between. Like, yep. no one's looked at a Thassa's Oracle deck, and they're like, yeah, this deck looks fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> this looks cool.
1: To be fair, We're gonna I enjoy have our been time having here. fun playing the pack deck. There, there is no way around. I have enjoyed it, well, but I didn't course. play a I'll lot like, of it. Magic. But, yeah.
0: Like, Brian is the person that actually... M- made me realize this magic has diminishing returns everything's fun for a while this Mm -hmm. thing is fun for a way less time than other things are fun i super love nissa who shakes the world i loved her dearly she has a really warm place in my heart (laughs) if that gets reprinted in a day i'm not gonna be happy (laughs) yeah like i do not want that back in standard for a very long time fair fair
2: yeah, decks, actually, maybe I do decks like this are fun when you're beating the crap out of other people with them. And it's and it's an interesting deck because it's like a command, you know, like you're playing a bunch of one of so games are actually kind of interesting because like there there's variety to the gameplay, but mm-hmm. it's it it's really easy to see if you fast forward two months into the future where this is the only deck in the format and it's nothing but mirrors And some of the mirrors are just over on turn three or turn four or whatever. And others drag on like it's it's really easy to see how that would be an incredibly unfun experience for people who a are playing uh, those mirrors and b people who are uninterested in playing those mirrors like both. It's just not a fun thing like you either you either can't play the format at all or you you're. experience in the format is playing exclusively cobblade mirrors. Like it's just, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I totally get that. It's kind of even the same for like Jessica Luca. Like I loved playing that before everybody did it. And then when everybody does it, then it became a lot less fun,
0: you know? Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and and there's always that, that ebb and flow. Like once you're sick of something and you want to move on and that deck doesn't allow you to move on. Yeah. That's, that's the when the frustration starts. And it's also like, one of those decks that a lot of people on arena might not be playing because it might be broken. And they also have to, it's probably an expensive deck to get a bunch of random one ofs. Like mm-hmm. one of decks are not cheaper on arena than four X decks, you know? No, definitely not. Definitely. Oh, not. Oh, Amber's at the door and she's like, sheepishly coming in being like, I don't want to disturb the show. And I'm like, Starbucks can disturb anything. <laughs> That's right. Starbucks. Yeah. You have some loyal fans here. If you want to sponsor us <laughs> for literally anything. Yes.
1: Hashtag wish we were sponsored. Yeah, but do you guys think there's any possible chance that this isn't, that you can play Pact Oracle at the Strixhaven Championship? Like, I'm thinking it's like 95% sure it's getting banned.
0: Well, let me click this link and see. Uh, There's still a chance. Yeah. (laughs) You are not authorized to access this page, so technically there's still a chance that we might play it.
1: All right. Thanks for answering
0: um, my question vaguely.
1: <laughs> now, let's,
0: now, now let's just assume that it is getting banned because that I would. That's where you know I would if I was a betting man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's where I'd put my money on it getting banned. And let's actually move on to our last topic today. Uh, it's it's historic anthology five because I obviously a lot of the decisions that have been made recently and and the the way that everything's been going, we've talked about it for years now on this podcast about things kind of trending non aspirationally with magic this was the first time where like i got truly excited to play magic and and i and i want to stream it and i want to experience it and i want to explore it and that's the historic anthology 5 i bounced right back because i saw this list and this is the first list of an, of one of these that i'm like yes they're they're finally bringing the cards that some of us boomer magic players want to play with again <laughs> yeah this is literally like a page most like half of these cards are like cards that i played the sh- like grizzly salvage are you kidding me that's just a Brad Nelson card i've been asking for reverse engineer forever and it's mm-hmm. in the set like what Icar wellspring i'm like one of the only people that used to just go to town on Iker wellspring and trading mm-hmm. posts give me trading posts and i'm i'm back wizards i'm back you are <laughs> wonderful all your decisions are perfect
1: yeah. I do love that every time that there's an anthology that comes out, you know, like in this instance, it's like Vault Scourge or Court Homunculus. There's always people. And I saw like I think I saw I was like Jews post immediately be like, all right, is Tempered Steel finally on the menu? Everybody who played with Tempered Steel is like, OK, now it's my time. This is the one piece we needed to complete the the deck once again. And then two weeks into it, it's like, "Ah, oh, dang it, deck still sucks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What were you gonna say, Brian?
2: I don't know. I've played with a ton of these cards, but it doesn't excite me at all. Like I mean, I I don't know. I have a history with a lot of these cards. I I won Worlds with Romoka's command. Mm -hmm. You know, like I top aided my first SCG invitational with your Elish Norn deck. Like, you know, Grizzly Salvage, I was I you know, kind of built a brand off that card for like a year. You know, mm-hmm. Icar Wellspring. I've played in Lan or not Lantern, but uh, Urza and KCI. Uh, uh, you know, like Intangible Virtue. I uh, was kind of when I was first big in Magic. Was that card? Like, there, there's just a lot of these cards that I played a ton of. But I I don't know. Like, it just just a random assortment of cards being injected into Historic just has lost like its meaning to me. I guess I don't know.
0: Oh well, yeah. I mean, I definitely think that. Like historic by design is just set up for failure based around how sets are introduced to it. Like the their cards are just shot into this format. Like there's no way to explain historic to anyone in Magic.
2: <laughs> I, don't think some, I don't think it's set up for failure. I actually, I actually kind of like historic as a format. Like I think it's, I think it's a better version of what Pioneer wanted to be. And I think that I agree. Because it's an online format, they can just make whatever the hell legal in it that they want. And I think that that allows for it to have the potential to be a better format than Pioneer, where it's restricted to specifically certain sets. And some some of those sets are going to have massive disparity in power level and stuff and, and not going to be that fun. Um, okay. But I I don't know. It's just like it is just kind of a weird jarring effect to be like, here's 20 cards that are now legal in this format, like... All the time to have that happen i don't
1: know i do like one thing about what they're doing because it really reminds me of what other games like hearthstone or like legend of Runtara are doing where they just have an only online format that they can really manipulate all the time right like they can ban cards immediately they can just add cards and they know that all these tournaments are online so they get to sculpt a tournament much or sculpt a format much faster than you can do in paper tournament because you know it's it's harder when people buy all these cards. You know, now on Arena, if you sculpt, you know, Tainted Pact and then they're just like, all right, this is banned, it, it became proven that it's unfun. You get the wild cards back and they just go on from there. And it, it's something that, but that's yeah, I don't know, but, I kind of like that aspect,
0: don't you guys? Yeah, but well, you're looking at it with rose colored glasses because like if they tell me today that. I get all my Thassa's Oracle rare cards back. They're mm-hmm. not. They're also not going to give me back all the one ofs that I made to play this deck. Agreed. Whereas if Agreed. if I get a deck banned in in real life, a some of those cards will hold value that I can get back and I can sell on the secondary market, and and I can get something back out of them. And so like I understand that they can be more aggressive but it's still because magic is attached to a a, a trading card game mm-hmm. like th- those are collect those are you know those C- these are ccgs and not, and not a tcg so like let's just say for for example kortamokulus is broken mm-hmm. but people still want to play with the card they can they can you know hearthstone and of Terror can just change the card yeah magic can't because kortamokulus came out 10 years ago and and they can't errat the card unless they errat every copy of it and so they can't really do that
1: but i think that's i think they can though for just historic i think they're moving in a direction where for just online tournaments like that they're going to play around with just adjusting the cards why do you think they're doing that event where they're like nerfing oko and stuff they're changing cards and they're seeing how people like it and stuff i think that is the future they're going for is what, being what, able to what,
0: what, whoa, 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 whoa what what tournament and nerfing oko and what are you talking about there's
2: like heard? a yeah there's an event called like the mirror march event or was it or mirror mirror event or something Mirror.
1: It? yeah i think it's mirror mirror where they're doing an event for like a weekend that's like a promo thing but they're actively they're putting all the cards into it but they're making cards essentially fairer like oko is going to be in there but it's going to be maybe cost four mana maybe it's going to have three loyalty oh oh
0: they're they're experimenting with that Yeah, yeah it was in
1: their last announcement are they
0: finally going to make Fires of Invention playable and let you cast three spells a turn? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: I mean, it, it makes sense that that's the design space they're going towards. They're looking at these other games that, you know, add a converted mana cost to these online cards to make it more fair and stuff like that, and seeing if that's something they can do with just an online format. And I like that direction because it just, you know, it, it makes it so you don't have to deal with Uro for a year and a half and shit like that where you can actually just adjust um, it
0: instead of ban it immediately, you know? I'm all in on opening Magic up to, to to be more like that because, like, one of the conversations people have been having on social media is like, well, there is no reason to be sanctioned anymore. Why is anything sanctioned, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I think, like, the best way to explain that, is, so for people that don't understand what I'm talking about, for a very long time, if you were an unsanctioned Wizards Play Network store, you could not get access to to promotions that they would do, such as pro tour qualifiers. So way back in the day, no one was sanctioning and they were just running magic tournaments. And then they made the pro tour and everyone started sanctioning and, and playing by wizards rules of like collecting all the people's names that play in their tournaments and, you know, being a part of the DCI and all of this. So like magic could understand their game better. Um, and we're going back to a time where that might not be the case, but if like, Wizards is going to actively be a part of this like new world order of magic and start trying new things Maybe like dabbling in other formats that are community-run formats, not just commander Um, Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be a Mm -hmm. great new direction.
1: Yeah I mean, it's the only thing historic is the only thing that can do that right like every standard even if you keep it online It's too confusing when there's gonna be standard events in person You know, maybe there'll be historic decks in person as well. We don't really know, but I I just think it could be cool.
0: I mean, I I think the only way that there's going to be historic tournaments is if people get sick of modern, like modern is, I think, right? Like modern is the most popular of all of these like secondary formats, right?
1: Modern is the most popular format, the most popular competitive format by a lot. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's just not supported because everything's arena. Um,
1: exactly it's just horrible to look at right now because it's magic online and they don't you know they don't want to promote magic online as much as they want to promote arena but modern is still and has been awesome if you like magic online and if you can shell out the money for either a loan service or to just buy decks but you know that's hard to do as well
0: i got something exciting to tell you bro i uh I, i just bought tickets from someone and i have I, I, I lo I loaded up uh my Magic Online account for the first time in like four years. Oh, you're yeah, back, I'm, huh? I might I might be back. I might dabble, yeah. I've I've uh I, I, I might get back onto the to the MTGO streets where I where I started <laughs> things off on. I when, still have to when say. Is it? When well, is what?
2: The gun show.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: the gun. I don't know, maybe when I start working out again. My guns have been been, been getting you know, really, uh, really sad.
1: I still have to say that Magic Online is still the closest to true Magic that we felt before oh, Arena. It's a Magic you know?
0: Simulator, yeah.
1: Exactly, but you know, Arena has its problems. I mean, look at look <laughs> look at Demotic Pact, Thassa's Oracle, for instance, from just this last weekend. Magic Online, you don't have to do that. Admittedly, you still have to click, and you might actually time out, but you're not going to rope out. You know.
0: Dude, it's so hard for me to play Magic Online now these days. I did I did a sealed just to get back on it. Yeah. And it took and it and it took me like 20 seconds to cast every spell because I would drag them every time.
1: Yes, I know. <laughs> that happens to me too. I would drag them there and I'd just click them on arena if I play too much Magic Online. It's it's brutal. It's the struggle.
0: Uh but yeah, so so there's a lot of cards coming out. I'm excited about, you know, I want to play with guns command and mm-hmm. and the uh Stormcaller kind of go back to those Snapcaster days. I want to try to build some kind of deck with them. Um, Colgan's Command also looks like it'll just slot really well into Rakdos Arcanist.
1: Yep, I think it can just replace a Braid. Uh, I think that's the thing that excites me the most. And like Dramogas Command can probably see a couple, a couple spots in the Green White Company decks. Um, you know, maybe a Tarkus Command can lead to some more low to the ground Gruul decks. But over and then reverse engineering for that nice Psy mono blue deck. And then stifle mm. it to deal with all these NASA Oracle triggers. We got it.
2: <laughs> Storm Stormcaller only does two or less CMC, by the way.
0: No, yeah, I know that, but they still can like you can still like play them together. Yeah. They're not as good as I thought they were gonna be.
2: Yeah, you can play them together, but
0: Yeah, you can still play them together. Uh but yeah. I was thinking that Stormcaller might be able to copy a call command and that was going to be exciting, but now it's just like double hand disruption going back to that.
1: Yeah, I do. I do love me some Stormcallers, That's for sure. But man, is it just so close to being really good, but I haven't found a, a, a good list with it, but I yeah, love just that one, card.
0: Yeah. It's just one and two mana spells to gain enough advantage really aren't there.
2: Yeah.
1: It's you
2: want to have played those spells before you play. <laughs> like this is a, at best a turn three play. Yeah. One or two mana spells are cards you want to have already cast by then, or you already have had to cast them by then if the game is fast enough.
1: The only thing that's the exception is like village rights. That's the most dirty things I've done with it is just copying village rights, getting to draw four cards um, in, in Arcanist decks, but...
2: Yeah, there there are exceptions for sure, but Yeah. Yeah,
1: you go stitch a supplier into young pyromancer into stormcaller village rights that stitch a supplier. Let's go, draw four. Get a token.
0: I'm just excited to try Whirler Rogue in in my uh artifact decks. Yeah. I don't know why, but God, you always
1: say that I'm the the casual player excited for this jank and and all excited an about affinity, an I- announcements. I a night announcement. Now it's you this time, Bradley.
0: <laughs> I, I, I have I have an affinity for artifact-based decks. I don't know why. I just love my blue-based artifact decks. I used to play the shitload of Trading Post. I played a shitload of these these uh the Mirrodin bullshit side decks.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I, I can't get away from them, so I, I will definitely try them. They're probably going to be bad, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to give them a shot. Oh, man, Jin Ketaxis might be a good finisher in these decks. Kind of go off. <laughs> oh, Time Walk. Oh, I can't wait to try these things. Oh.
1: Wow. All right. Oh, I'll make I'm, sure to shit on them next week when you come with the deck list. Okay.
0: Well, well, we don't. Okay. That's fair. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a few deck lists for you to look at there by we next go. week. Because we be by then the cards will be coming out. But yep. anyway, I think that takes us to the end of today's show. Um, All right. We, you know, I, I will say bittersweet. Brian has been relegated to rivals. I assume that I will be there with him soon. Um, I still have a long and dusty road to go through.
2: Why is it Just dust? warm it up. Why Just it warm dusty. it up. For I, don't the, I don't
0: get the dust. Uh, I think it's a, it's a saying. I don't know. Don't look into it too much. Don't, don't look under the side.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry, Brian, but you fought hard. No, I didn't. No, I really didn't. you fought. You fought, kinda. And uh, no, you tussled. You tussled gently.
0: All right. Well, uh, this is the end of the show. I do want to say that uh, a few announcements before we go. And we get to our cast and crew. Uh, we are we are working with uh, Legion to upgrade our, our store, our merch store. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the cast and crew with our manager. Of course. Uh, and we're going to be also selling a few other knickknacks like coffee cups and stuff like that. That's not all up on there yet, but we'll announce when it finally does. That's kind of exciting. Okay. Uh, just so you all know. And then also, uh, our sleeves have not been shipped yet, but we are about to get our Bash Pro sleeves.
1: Yes! Just in time to uh, play, you know, real-life tournaments again. What is it, already next week? The 20, a uh, couple weeks, 27th or whatever?
0: Yeah. Yeah, soon soon we'll, soon you'll be able to play in live events, uh, state permitting or stores permitting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that's opening up in, and I get my shot next week. And so by the time I get to Virginia, I'll be fully vaccinated, which will be great. We
1: can lick all the doorknobs, bro. Nice.
0: I have no idea why you, that's where your brain went, but, <laughs> and then finally every show ends with our cast and crew. Thank you so much for the support. We got a few more uh, members of the cast and crew, a few more support on our Patreon. And yeah, this is uh, you know, with, with the times be a change and this support is truly appreciated. So we thank everyone Very that is much. a part of our cast and crew. Once I get to, Rono, Corey, and I are going to take stock for a lot of things and start uh, planning a lot more things to do with each other. I have a few interesting things in mind that you all might be excited about, uh, and it'll be much easier for us to be able to do with at least two of the three of us uh, in the same place.
1: Yeah, we got some, uh, some ideas brewing. I guess that I and I are
0: both in the same place yeah, right I, now. I, I,
2: don't, I did not, not understand that one, but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we might actually record in the same room. It might be crazy, but... Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, our special guests we'll, we'll have from via location.
1: Yeah. God, I, I you know what? I, I've been really needing to talk to some Rivals players. So, Brian, I mean, we might have to get your perspective on the Rivals League for next
0: week. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm going to have to play against them here soon. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully in one of these, one of these gauntlets that you, I'll play in, I think, September.
2: You guys have been Rivals why your you whole life, against, so. Why would you play against me in one of those? I'm not into those.
0: Oh, you're technically not. You're a relegated MPL member right now. You're not technically a rival.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then next week we should talk to a relegated MPL player. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, let's kick off the cast and crew, and we're going to start with Steve, who is our general counsel and chief legal analyst. Um, I don't think we crossed any lines today, but uh, I'm 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 assuming they might come later on in the week. Who knows? But Steve, Steve's our guy to. Uh, to make sure that we're analyzing correctly.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Next up, we got DJ, and that is our official copycat. You know, just whenever, whenever we need something done, we have someone do it. And then DJ does it exactly again. You know, most of the time that becomes pretty inconvenient. Um, aka we stocked our cooler at the Bash Bros podcast office twice, and now it's just overflowing with Coke Zeros. But you know what? DJ oh, just is still sounds very like,
0: special. It 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 honestly just sounds like marketing. Just overdoing just, it. <laughs> just yeah, just co- seeing something and then copying it a lot, a lot of marketing out there is very much the same. yeah,
1: all right, all right, so DJ's absolutely crushing it. Keep it up.
2: yeah, speaking of something that's not copied in any way, uh, we have Bino Gatista and that was previously the Wattsy eSports director, but actually got fired oh, and no. then took a personal trip to Mexico last week and is unfortunately right now being held in a Mexican prison. Oh, uh man. but we got in contact with his brother, and it, he's actually trying to stage a breakout right now, so. Wow. Yeah, they're just doing the prison sounds... break thing again? Yeah, they're doing the
1: prison break thing again. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha.
0: Good, good. Yeah, great. Good, good for you, Bino <laughs> Gatista. What do you mean prison break thing again? That was Gino Batista. 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 Yeah. yeah, this is Bino G- Katista, God, like.
1: bino's just really fallen in gino's footsteps this is uh yeah, they it must be brothers or something this is wild i'm just connecting these pieces now
0: all right next up we gotta ask who is our business analyst uh we do uh, actually analyst analyst which one is it i don't i never even know anymore but as <laughs> helps us with uh where to take this business. And uh, yes, please, that's really, Tell us where to take this business. Please message us, return our calls.
1: If anything, I think, let us know. I think by default, anybody who sends us a job that they want to do, it usually has to do with butts. So I think that's a pretty good given. So, Next up, we got Inside Esports, and that is our esports event organizer on MTG Melee doing some cool stuff that's uh, pretty exciting for this year, and I'm going to be playing in their first Invitational here on Saturday, uh, which will be a split format. So I know you guys have been playing split formats here in League Weekends a lot, but I'm pretty excited for it, you know? I I have no idea what's going to happen in Historic, probably just jam some Sultai and Standard, but it's going to be a cool event, so check it out.
0: Yeah, and if you if you still want to qualify for it, you can through their, uh, the their IQ Super shirt. IQ on yep. Friday. Yeah, so there'll be a link for their <laughs> IQ on Friday uh, in the show notes, and you can go there and play on Friday. It's a historic format, and then the top eight of that tournament will qualify you for uh, Saturday's tournament and get your chance at some uh, insights. They, they got a new point system for their next uh, season, so they're not going anywhere. They're going to have a big season coming up soon. Oh, they're going everywhere, man.
2: Is that a tie into to Ian Pasella, who's BBP's leading resident of Pastafarian, Corey? Sure is. Hell yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Pasta. Wappa
0: is up next.
2: Sorry, I was really straining to come up with a pun for that one. I'm sorry.
1: That's
0: all right. Uh, it's, you know, so you can't hit a home run every time, Brian. You really strung us along there, though. Hmm nice pasta, pasta. Fun. <laughs> all right next up I we got did, was, did you guys wapa. miss the
2: fun that i actually made I don't, I don't even
0: the straining one yeah <laughs> yeah no, no no i mean i wasn't listening because i have a restraining order on you
2: you don't restrain pasta brad you only have to strain it one time oh, hold on let me pull this yeah. recipe for you <laughs> yeah this pasta is going to be far too yeah, dry it this is like. not how you do it <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I, as I learn how to actually make pasta, WAPA is up next Who is my personal barista and personal dog, Walker. Won't walk BBD and took the day off, which is why Amber had to show up and give me my Starbucks.
1: Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Next up, we got Adham. That is our ghost writer. Um, a lot of supernatural stuff happens on the Bash Bros podcast and we need someone to document it. So Adham writes about any kind of ghosts or spirits that happen to cross our paths.
0: Yeah, um, most of the time, you know, Adam will write about paranormal activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lately with with where we're at and Magic's at, it's just abnormal activities.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty soon it's just gonna be normal activities uh with the ghost of Magic's past. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, we got David Watt, who is the special guest screener. It's the only person on this cast and crew that consistently puts in an A-plus performance.
0: I was yeah. going to say, the only one that consistently gets out what they put in.
1: Yeah, I mean, they honestly put in a lot this uh, for this episode. Just It's too bad Stan just didn't agree, but you know, you're always our silver medal, Brian.
0: A swing and a miss. Yeah. Usually
2: it's a bronze medal,
0: but um, Oh, yeah. okay, oh okay. <laughs> bro- Corey, come on. Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Next up, we got Paul K. Ke- Yes! Ooh. Yes! Finally, something <laughs> in my life is going right, Sorowski <laughs> Who is BBD's wall-staring photographer? That is right. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know where Paul's putting up these uh, these pictures lately, but uh, they're, they're out there. They're somewhere.
1: We need them back, actually, Paul. They're yeah. so good, and they made me laugh every time. We need another BBD wall-staring photographer. All right, next up, we got Phil, and let me tell you, Phil is just on top of it. On top of it, whenever we need something here, you know, including some more wall staring photographer, Phil's always jumping in, making sure that it gets to the proper channels, you know, really just organizing everything, but also unorganizing things at the same time when it's needed and just really doing it all. So thanks to Phil. There
2: is one thing that we know that Phil doesn't do, and that is find Mengucci's timestamp. Yeah, Uh, that is JP's job now for this episode i don't want to overstep on jp's toes but i would have to imagine the timestamp is exactly the moment in which the special guest was invited
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. or when yeah. he read the title if it's in our title i think then it would probably get him out of there yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> next up we got salt nabasi who is our designated man of dark. and i think for this week Given the list on historic anthologies, I I, I want to go with uh, the Pilgrim.
1: Or it's just your gallows-ass Prismarius that you guys jankily submitted. Yeah. Yeah, we could do
0: a pooping dragon.
2: We could do I I twitch. I twitch will die and then get you the card <laughs> that gets you a land. Oh
1: man. Oh baby value. All right. Next up we got Eric Nall, and that is our BBP trash man. You know, um, there's a new card in anthology where you turn trash to treasure, and that's really what Eric Nall does constantly. Just takes all our trash and just turns it into just treasure every single week. So thank
0: you, Eric. So you're you're saying that Eric Knoll is just deceiving recycling facilities?
1: Yes, exactly. Where they say yeah. they'll
0: take our trash and turn them to treasure, but they actually just turn them into trash and put them somewhere else?
1: Yeah, I never I actually never know what Eric's next move is. It might be Mars, you know, it might be scamming a recycling plant. It's really <laughs> it really could be anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the
2: uh the sky's the limit there, and <laughs> The floor is real low, but all right, we got Gare right. Meldy. That is our merch store manager who apparently we got some new things in the work for, works for that. So Gare doing a, a great job as per the usual. Nothing. Uh...
1: Yeah. Same thing there, though. Sky is the limit on our merch store and the floor is also very, very low. So that that <laughs> that, that fits to a lot of these jobs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. My turn. All right. Next up, it's Patrick, who is our office party coordinator. Uh, I'm, I'm looking so forward to having a party here soon. I'm weeks away from feeling vaccinated and 95% safe.
1: I just had a hot tub party this last weekend. That was pretty cool. I, it felt It felt weird, but it felt awesome.
0: I'm it looking forward awesome. to I'm I'm looking forward to trying out the Anderson hot tub. Is it nice?
1: It's really nice. It's really nice, actually. I gotta say, I was I was impressed. And their backyard is legitimately perfect. It is it is perfect for dogs? Perfect for dogs. It's 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 my dream backyard. Um for for the pups. And you know, they can't go in the house, obviously. They got cats, yeah, but of course. it's a perfect backyard. And for like lawn games and stuff, it's one of the few backyards that's actually flat, you know? In, in Roanoke, everything's oh, so hilly. I've got
0: a flat backyard, don't you worry.
1: <laughs> I got a flat trunk. All right, next up, we got Filippos Galanis, and that is Brad's soundboard operator. Uh, you know, thank God Filippos has not been doing too much work because it got annoying with that soundboard. Playing 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 with that soundboard. Remix!
2: All right, sounds like we're going a very different route with the Bash Bros Podcast. We are now a
1: record agency, and that is still headed by Laura Roar, our CEO. Wow, dude, you missed you missed a good one. It's the Beat Bros Podcast. Come on. Mm. Come on. The um, Bad Beats Podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our beats are so bad, you've got to check them out.
0: All right. Next up, we got Victor, who is uh, my first place trophy holder. And uh, I I don't know why. But something tells me that I don't have first place trophies in my future. Hey, man, there might be some state championships you can
1: uh, try to play up in Roanoke here when when you get here.
0: Oh, God, if state championships are coming back, yeah, woo Yeah, o- OP's done, but states are back, baby. Enjoy a box and a half. What and a about plaque. game days? I still need a game day trophy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like game days. I like game days. Okay, also, last and certainly least, we got Dr. Ungs, who is our resident proctologist, specializes on taking care of Brian. Usually, what, like every other day you see Dr. Ungs, right, BBD? Uh, I
2: mean, I see him a lot and then i go the other direction you see him actually
1: you see him a lot when you close your eyes and you 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 know you you see him in the darkness
0: of your eyelids i actually saw him the other day i was listening to uh good luck i five and they brought up dr unks it's like the one person out there in the world that just makes my head turn when i hear their name like (laughs) when i hear dr unks i'm like what
1: (laughs) well he usually tells people he usually tells people to turn their head and then cough. So I guess that's the same kind of reaction uh that you well, get. he makes me look him in the eyes. Oh, wow. Well, you get the special treatment, the VIP. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyway,
0: thank you, everyone, for supporting the Bashfuls Podcast. We truly appreciate it. Uh And uh to our one of our biggest fans, Andrei Mangucci, uh, we hope that you're still listening because he was, in fact, listening all the way through the other week. Nice. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah so uh, jp since this this have like a job fr- huh? yeah since this episode is like half as long as most of them he's probably <laughs> still here yeah hey not bad not bad then we're doing it right. well we'll see you all next week when we have more historic anthologies to talk about and we'll do a dive deep onto historic and what we think that format is going to do once we exactly know what's in it
1: sounds great goodbye bye